0: To back to Maxim Tangent. Hi, I'm Adam. I'm joined by Annie. Hello. Hey. We have another interview podcast. We did Taylor off last time, and now we're doing Leandra Graves. We uh, These were back-to-back episodes. Uh, they are, of course, married. They are together. They are Graves in the Bad Weather. Ah. So we, uh, we finished Taylor's interview, and as soon as we were done with that, we just kind of got back into it. We took a little break, of course, and uh, saw th- we stepped outside back when we were allowed to step outside. Uh, this <laughs> 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 this whole thing was recorded Pre-quarantine, uh, as I mentioned in mm-hmm. the last episode, so they do mention a couple things. Uh, they, they they had a trip to Texas that was going to be planned for the, uh, probably right around now, but that is no longer happening, obviously.
1: Oh, such a bummer. Yeah,
0: but there is uh last on the last one. I also mentioned that there was a, a live streaming performances for a bunch of bands mm-hmm. that were going to be going on, and they were meant to go on April first, but it got pushed back to April thirteenth. So that's coming up soon. So you have a second chance in case you forgot or didn't remember to go on April 1st, though. So and
1: that's you got lucky. on-flight or in-flight or something like that?
0: In-flight music group. That's... Something to make
1: you feel like you're actually traveling, like in an airplane. Oh, yeah. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Right. Virtual travel.
0: Yeah. So go to the it's a YouTube channel. Go to the in-flight music group YouTube channel, and that's where you'll see the uh, the live performances on April 13th. Great in the Bad Weather, along with a bunch of other bands, uh, will be performing live. Uh, well, it'll be streaming live, and... From my understanding, the, the, some of the artists will be also on, uh, available for chat during the performance.
1: Ooh, that's exciting!
0: Yeah, that's pretty cool. Uh,
1: I have so many questions for bands that I haven't even yeah. <laughs> heard of yet.
0: I, I, I picture somebody yeah. uh, typing in, "Hey, play this song." Not, not capturing that this has already been recorded. Uh, <laughs>
1: but. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> That's now funny. I just want to do that. <laughs> Are you guys taking requests? No. No,
0: we're
1: not. <laughs> but I have one. Yeah. Can you please?
0: <laughs> uh, yeah, so check that out. April 13th. Another fun thing that's happening. Leandra is starting a Instagram series that she's calling Sup Dog. Uh, that's the inflection I choose dog. to give it. Dog. With
1: the, the W in it. D-A-W-G. Dog. Sup Dog. Sup
0: Dog. Yeah. Not Dog. Now, I'm very curious how she's going to pronounce it on the oh.
1: first episode. dog? Hmm. So, uh, I'm going to replay sorry. it in, like, slow-mo. <laughs> well, I'm going to have you replay it in slow-mo because I don't know okay. how to do that yeah. kind of thing. But Anyways, I can't wait to be right.
0: <laughs> yeah, this uh, For this uh, Instagram series she's starting, she's going to be interviewing other front people of bands to see how they're handling this quarantine situation. All the, uh, yeah. <laughs> How these attention-starved divas are coping with the quarantine. <laughs> Is that that's, the-, that's the... Yes! I got that verbiage ah. uh, directly.
2: the <laughs> ah, <lovely> idea. <address. laughs>
0: so that's going to be fun. I, I I love this kind of stuff. We're now, with, with all the quarantine stuff, there's a lot of people that are starting to create content. Uh, I've, I've been doing my own little uh, Sunday trivia things still. On um, Sundays at 5 o'clock uh, Pacific Standard Time, I, I host trivia on my Facebook channel. Uh, we're going to start pumping out I think, more interviews uh, for... Rat Pack Productions for a random acts of Tangent uh, as much as possible just to get more content out there to feed the people that are yeah. having a lack of entertainment. There's a lot of options. And even with all those options, you're like, I don't know what to do.
1: <laughs> well, now that you bring it up, I'm actually, I'm super intrigued to kind of hear how artists are dealing with all of this. I listened to an interview back when this whole thing first started mm-hmm. and it was with an artist at some symphony or something like that up in San Francisco who was one of the ones first ones at Shelter in Place and they were talking about how they were doing the live streams of their performances and that it's super weird doing your performance in your full dress and everything. So it's clearly not yeah. a rehearsal, but you don't have any audience reaction
2: yes.
1: to to kind of feed you when you're doing them. So I mean, I'm actually super, super (laughs) intrigued to hear how all these other artists are feeling about the, the performing to a major audience and everyone, without them being there.
0: Right. I mean, I, I'm, I'm a semi performer ish. Uh, I like to think of myself that way. Uh, trivia on a much lesser scale than live music, uh, I usually do it in front of a crowd. And the crowd directly affects how I end up feeling and how the whole show goes for each one. So doing this yeah. live here at the house over the Facebook, it's it's been a little rough. I I, I try to interact with whoever's in the room, whether it's, whether it's you or, or my daughter, that kind of <laughs> gets a little bit of that out of me. But then the Facebook mm-hmm. commenting, that also helps. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, me, I've seen a lot of music artists that are doing stuff live on facebook and doing little performances here or there and it's 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 fun it's nice f- for me i enjoy seeing live music so this is uh i, I get to see a lot more of it
1: uh, weren't you and alexis playing pool while watching like a, wi- a live concert or something the oh, other that's day true. yes right?
0: there's a there's a, there's a yeah. guy, frank barajas he's he's the the head of a big band like a legitimate big band like more than ten piece instruments, uh, like an orchestra, like Rat Pack days, and he sings Sinatra style music. And yeah. yeah, we had that on in the background as we were playing pool, and it was it was fantastic. Uh, so yeah, these live performances are are great. And uh, so oh, yeah, back to the, in- <laughs> the music group. Circling back go. to what we
1: were originally talking about, <laughs> yeah. Leandra's interviews.
0: Right. Yes. So that's that'll be on I'm Instagram excited. channel. So check out the uh, the in and the Bad Weather uh, Instagram. Or um, probably Leandra Graves is going to be under hers specifically. Uh, but that that's great. Another thing that I, I wanted to mention, a, l- a lot of the bands, that, especially the local bands, they make a big part, if not all of their living, from going and, and gigging, uh, putting on shows, people come to the shows, the bars pay for them to be there. They can't do that now. So... Yeah. If if they if there is a Venmo or something that they have on their site, give them give them a few bucks. Just uh, help them out. We'll buy their merch. This is these these are how the bands survive. And right now they're they got to be struggling.
1: Every dollar counts.
0: Yeah. So whatever whatever you can do to help, do that. All right. So the interview with Leandra.
1: Yes. That was a
0: good times. Now let a long intro. Uh, we 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 started off uh, kind of just. Talking about random things that are right now, and then we started getting into uh, how the band works, all the dynamics of the everything that goes into the band, behind the scenes, and um, on stage, and even the way the audience kind of handles and reacts and everything. That was kind of cool. Then we jump back in time and we talk about her homeschooling. Uh, she is homeschooled. She was homeschooled. Yeah. What? I don't know a whole lot of homeschoolers. Homeschoolers,
1: especially because she's
0: yeah home people.
1: Oh man, now I feel like a bit of a jerk. Yeah. Um. Uh-oh. Well, no, just because I was about to say, she doesn't hit me as someone who'd ever been homeschooled. She's so well socialized, like she, <laughs> you know. But then, um, then I was like, oh no, yeah. don't say that, Annie, because that's that's a bit judgmental. And yeah. then I decided to relate to you. Um, cool. Well, it's, the whole a you to yeah, right? yeah, it's a good thing that didn't say that. Yeah, right. It's a
0: good thing say. That would
1: have been super <laughs> off. Awesome.
0: Right. Yeah. Uh. So and then she she's talked about some of the stuff that she some of the issues she had growing up and then we. Uh, end with a nice story of her and Taylor getting together, starting a band. And then, of course, we have to finally finally put the last cap on it with How We Met Them of by Leandra's, uh Well, so it'll be at the end of the podcast. <laughs> it's a fun little story. It's a
1: great it's story. Cute. It's, it's,
0: it's, it's one of those... Um, Oh, what do you, as far as getting meeting somebody that, that's going to be hard to top for us, I think. Oh, this is, definitely this is how we met somebody and how we became part of each other's lives.
1: 100%. Yeah. It's definitely one of my favorite meet cute stories okay. of all time for <laughs> myself personally. Okay. Um probably honestly better than ours. Oh. Yeah. Okay,
0: that's fine. I'll yeah. go
1: that. I mean, it's super cute. Sure. In my personal opinion.
0: Right. Okay, so uh, let's get back to the uh, yes. <laughs> Le- Leandra now. We're going to now cut into the conversation we were having with them a few weeks ago. It seems like it was a long, long time ago. It was only a few weeks.
1: Oh, no. Every week at this point, <laughs> the prior week feels like it was months ago.
0: Right. All right, guys. Well, stay safe out there. Uh, make sure you are staying at home, uh, social distancing, all that stuff. That's how we're going to get through this all faster. Uh, and Yeah.
1: Yeah, yeah, let's not make this last past April.
0: Yeah, we got stuff to do in the summer. So we need, yeah. to, we need, to, we need to get this we really away.
1: don't want to cancel my trip.
0: <laughs> right. <laughs> all right, so here we go. Now to uh, Graves.
1: Leandra.
0: Leandra. Uh, Bad Weather, Taylor. Uh, and Adam. Take it away.
2: Our day.
0: birthday's big to you? Yes. Yeah. I, you celebrating. I like them. Yeah.
3: I get anxious on mine. I always, wh- why? I don't know. I just always freak out. Uh. Yeah, I'm not sure. Like, I either like expect too much, or like, or have like another midlife crisis. Although, to be fair, I've been having quarter life crises since I was 11. Oh, all right. So, on my 19th birthday, I cried because I wasn't doing enough with my life. <laughs>
0: so. Wow. Okay.
3: That's usually it.
0: All right, I'd be crying because nobody showed up. I'm like, (laughs) I invited all these people, and now they're all busy. What the?
3: Yeah. I have trouble staying in the moment. So, like, no matter what we decide to do, I'll be like, oh, maybe we should have done this. Like, maybe this would have been better. Like, maybe that would have been better. So, like, that's always something I'm working on. Is like trying to like, you're here right now. This is a good moment. Let's stay here. Like, she
4: always feels pressure. Like, she has to do like something huge.
3: Yeah. When I don't. She's
4: like, oh, man, it's Valentine's Day. Like, now there's the pressure to, like, be in a good mood, make sure this is the best day ever. Like, oh, my God, I can't Make sure it. I
3: feel romantic. We feel lovey-dovey, like, blah, blah, blah. So, like, I just, like, for Valentine's Day, I'd rather not celebrate it that day and just wait a week. Okay. That way we're like. Oh, we're celebrating it late. Like, it's it's so much more casual. Like, yeah, we're yeah. just hanging out now. Like, instead of, like, it has to be Valentine's
2: Day. Like uh, yes.
0: I'm the exact same way.
2: Yeah, I hate it.
0: Yeah. Uh, Annie's more into Valentine's Day than I am. So, mm. I, on Valentine's Day, I, I force myself to, like, all right, this is important to her. Mm-hmm. That's,
4: that's Let's
0: do a little something. Here's, here's some flowers. And she's like,
4: oh, my God, you remembered yeah. <laughs> I hate Valentine's Day so much. Yeah,
3: <laughs> I do expect candy. Yeah. I do. Chocolates? C's candy.
4: All right. Very I don't good. think
3: you didn't give me candy this year, did you?
4: No. I didn't well, give you well, a chance, You, you, you were on your, uh, your diet thing.
3: No, I don't think I gave you a chance because I was on my, like, no candy diet. Okay. And I texted him. I was like, it's Valentine's Day. I'm getting candy. So, like, I didn't even <laughs> give him a chance to give me candy. I just went and bought it.
0: That's true, yeah. <laughs> you can reimburse me. I'll call it a gift.
3: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> candy.
0: Is <laughs> that your biggest advice, you think, the candies?
3: I love candy. Well, I'm eating Starburst right now. Right. <laughs> and just food is a hard vice for yep. me, like sweets and stuff. Okay. Like that's really difficult for me to kick.
4: And Popeye's chicken sandwiches.
3: And I love Popeye's right now. I
4: keep hearing those are good sandwiches. They're so good. Dude, they're legit, bro. They're uh,
3: really good. Don't, don't get one.
4: Don't? <laughs>
2: You'll only eat
4: them.
3: Like I felt like crap this entire week because normally I adhere to like a gluten-free, dessert-free Kind of diet, you okay. know, and I'll make like bets with Taylor to keep me accountable because the only thing that keeps me accountable is money. All so right. I'll have him, she's, like, she's Jewish. I'm
4: Jewish. That's good.
3: What do you want? <laughs> so like, mm, I lost my thought. What were we talking? What was I saying right before that? Uh,
0: candies and foods. Mm-hmm. And Popeyes.
3: Popeyes. Yeah. So this whole <laughs> this whole week, I've been eating Popeyes for lunch, and like. It's so salty and, like, in the moment it's so good. But then, like, I'll drink the soda with it and then, like, a few hours later I'll just feel like like I did in high school, which high school feels like being dehydrated because you never drink water in high school. yeah, And it feels awful. So I'm kind of excited for tomorrow when I am freed from the chains of crappy food. All right. But um, I'm also sad because then I'm not going to be able to eat a bunch of candy every day. Oh, right. Because for the last two weeks, I just kind of fell off it. And I was like, I'm doing whatever I want. Nobody can stop me. Yeah. <laughs> and now I'm like, please, somebody stop me. <laughs> I'm going to die.
4: I got, a, I, I got a question for you. This might be kind of funny. What? So that company that we were talking about that makes those chicken sandwiches? Yeah. What are they called? Popeye's? Say that again. Popeye. See, now he's questioning. Okay, so me and the Popeyes? Yeah, we, 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 <laughs> we, we, we've been in this battle. So I say Popeyes.
3: Yeah, he says it wrong.
4: P-
0: Popeyes?
3: He says Popeyes.
4: Oh,
0: uh, nice. No, like, love that chicken from Popeyes. Po-
3: it's Popeyes.
0: Po- yeah. So she says like
4: Popeyes. like Popeyes. Like, the, like the Sailor Man. Yeah. And I go Popeyes. Popeyes.
3: It's not Popeyes. It's Popeyes. No, there's, there's an O, there's not
4: a U. Okay. Alright. So how about this one? Have you heard of the rapper Yellow Wolf? <laughs> oh I hate you so much. Um, ye- no. Yellow Yellow Wolf? Yeah, Yellow Wolf is his name. Spell okay. the name. So Y E L A W L L F. Yellow Wolf. That's all right. his name. He's a killer. Great, he's, he's great rapper. He's
3: super dope.
4: But his name is Yellow Wolf and Leandra. Yellow wolf. Yellow
3: wolf. Yellow wolf. Yellow wolf.
4: Yellow wolf. She says yellow. I can't say it. I don't know why.
3: Yellow wolf. Yellow wolf. Was that it? Yellow wolf. Yellow wolf. Yellow wolf. Yellow wolf. Yellow. Yellow. Yellow.
4: Wolf. Wolf. Yellow wolf. Yellow wolf. Popeyes.
3: Popeyes. Have trouble saying certain words. We were arguing about that the other day. It was a fun argument.
0: Is that a regional thing? You grew up around here? No, or? we both
3: grew up here. Okay, all right. So, well, I like, I was born in Oregon, but you don't develop an accent at the age of three. Like. <laughs> so, no, I've been yeah. in Chino pretty much my whole life.
0: <laughs> yellow Wolf.
3: Yellow, yellow Wolf. Yellow Wolf. God dang it, I can't <laughs> say it. That's fun. No, Darnell was the first one to call me out on it and start talking mad crap. Oh yeah, <laughs> He still does. I'm going to fight him. <laughs> but to be fair, he calls Hosier, Hosier. What? Yeah, that's what I said. Hosier? Yeah, I was like, Darnell, you don't know what you're doing. Hmm. He was like, he's Hosier. And I was like, no, he's not. He is was fr- like, we'll say Yellow Wolf. And I was like, I can't. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how. <laughs> How did you guys meet uh, Porcelain Hill, the Darnell crew?
3: I think we met them through our old bassist. Our old bassist was friends with Darnell from before. And then we just linked up and okay. started playing shows together and just became real quick besties.
0: Was it the guy you met at the trivia when you guys came?
3: No, not Aldo. It was our old bassist, Adam. The one that looked oh, like Thor. the
0: shirtless. The, the shirtless, shirtless bassist. guy. Yeah. 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 All right. Yeah. That guy. Wow. I wish I had that kind of confidence. Well, I wish I had that kind of body. I was going to say,
3: (laughs) I'm pretty sure I'm confident, but it would not go over as well. (laughs) (laughs) Right <laughs> <laughs> He had like An eight pack So
0: Right Plus it'd be a different band If you were the one shirtless Fair Yeah
3: Fair <laughs> Unless I were like A gold bikini under it Then it could be like One of those punk girl bands Who's like Feminism And stuff I take my shirt off too uh, okay Because I have a gold bikini on Right
0: Free the nipple Yeah that, <laughs> that, Those guys Alright
3: What is this That I'm playing with
0: Oh that's the um, It holds the mic I really like it There's a, I like playing with it a lot That's for the optional Fourth mic When we have uh, four people
3: Am I going to break it uh, uh, I don't know. Okay. I doubt it.
2: Okay, cool. Like you don't know her stuff. that well, do you?
0: <laughs> <No>. <laughs> so uh, how much thought goes into the, the the persona of the band?
3: The persona? Yeah. What do you mean persona? Because
0: like, uh, you get the shirtless bassist and then uh, Leandra with the b- bikini on. Uh, like, <laughs> uh, <laughs> the, like, is is there thought that goes into the... Like the, the aesthetic? Like the vibe? Yes, right, yeah.
3: Yeah, a lot of thought goes into it. Um, it took... It was... My idea for the bass player to take a shirt off the first time because I knew that he was, like, super into working out. And I was like, you should probably take a shirt off. Like, you look really good. So, whatever. (laughs) And it was fun. It was funny to me. Like, it was, like, freedom. You know what I mean? Yeah. And then, obviously, he left the band or we parted ways. So, now it's – we try and look cohesive. You know what I mean? And then, like, I have – like, my hair is a thing. My hair is big and red and stuff. And Taylor's beard is red and large and – I it's just like it's like the fifth
0: member of the band of the beard yeah pretty much (laughs)
3: it's yeah same as johnny yeah (laughs) johnny (laughs) but yeah the thought definitely goes into it like I definitely go shopping specifically for like band looks okay because other than that I'm usually in pajamas Right. okay and like for work I just wear Yoga
0: pants and T-shirts. I had to talk to Annie of going to pick up the uh the food we ordered for breakfast in in pajamas. Mm-hmm. I'm like, is that what you are going uh, to wear uh, to? Oh, into, I would into, into the public. Yeah, really?
3: absolutely. Uh, oh my I, god, I can't do that. Is oh, it? I don't care. All right, <laughs> I am a Walmart person at heart.
2: <laughs>
4: <laughs> <laughs> we're toying with the idea of when we do this run out to Texas next week. um We're going to film on the way, like. Fashion, ban fashion lessons from the road. Oh, Like, nice. oh, this is the side you don't see on stage.
0: Mm-hmm.
3: Like, <laughs> I never any makeup on. It's
4: pajama side. <laughs>
3: never makeup, yoga pants, maybe sweats, a tank top and a t-shirt, and my hair is always in a bun.
0: You should do a show like that one day and just – God. <laughs> To blow people's minds. What is happening?
3: Yeah, they'd be like, What happened? Like, oh no, she really stopped caring. Like, she always said she had mental health issues, but damn.
4: It's Graves in the Bad Weather, the world's best trailer
0: park band. <laughs> is this what it means to be okay, to not be okay? Oh, I agree. <laughs> Pretty much.
3: <laughs> Pretty much. This is what it is to be
2: lazy.
0: So, I, 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 you, I see you wear these, uh, like, it's a fur jacket. Yeah, I stage. love those. I can't uh, I I get hot looking at it like I'm I start perspiring mm-hmm. How do you deal with that?
3: It's not that bad. So in all honesty, this leather jacket that I'm wearing right now Mm -hmm. is way worse. It's
0: very nice. Thank you. I I love this jacket.
3: But if I were to wear this on stage, it just locks in all the heat and I'm just like covered in sweat. And to get it off, I have to like peel it off, you know. But like the fur coats, in all honesty, they breathe really well. Oh, interesting. They breathe a lot better than they look like they would All right. basically, especially the one that I wear most often, which is the, the white and black one. Right. But um yeah, they're not too bad. They, that that one smells. I need to get it dry cleaned. <laughs> I've worn it quite a few times. It's pretty
4: good.
0: It doesn't it's sound breathable bad. then if it's starting to smell.
3: well I also got it from a thrift store and didn't wash it, so I just started wearing it oh, straight wow. to shows. That's so bold. Like is it bold or lazy though? I'm starting to see a theme. I just like don't do things sometimes. <laughs> it's worked out so far. But yeah, the the jackets aren't as bad. Like, yeah, it's it's hot. A little bit, but it's not as bad as a leather jacket. Those are the worst.
0: Okay, because you also move a lot on stage. And yeah, you, you, you get into it.
3: Yeah, I move and, around uh, a lot.
0: Yeah, and you, you started adding uh, this uh, extra thing where you're you're, you're pouring that uh, the black paint. Right. Yeah, yeah. That's, you're exhausting a lot of energy. Is, is what yeah. i are saying. <laughs> <Just> like, <laughs> no, we,
3: I was teasing um the singer of Dead Poet Society, Jack. We we're okay. I was teasing him on like the little things he does while he sings. All right, and he was like. He was like, yeah, I noticed you always end up on the floor at some point. Then you end up standing back up at the end of the (laughs) set. It's true. I go through like a a wave of like, I'm standing. I'm sitting. Now I'm lying down on the floor. Now I'm standing again. Now I'm pouring paint on my face. Well, it
0: sounds like you could use a break. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah.
3: Sometimes I get tired. That's when I lay down. Like, oh my God. (laughs) You guys, I'm running around so much. (laughs) I need to
0: breathe. Yeah. yeah. very very interactive as well i I okay. like that you engage with the with the, with the audience
3: that's good to hear, yeah, yeah, because i didn't all I wasn't always great at that, so I've been working on
0: it. I remember there was a time that uh, I was talking to you uh, about that that you were saying like everybody come close, and I'm like, I' like I got a little bit closer because I didn't want to get too close and yeah, I yeah, like yeah. I don't want like but is that something you you want people
3: oh, get up in my grill okay. like, yeah, get all the way up there, yeah, because it, it makes it feel more like a party,
0: right, more like communal, I, <laughs> it just felt weird I was like. Face to face, like, ah, sing the song now.
3: (laughs) Face to face. I mean, it's easier, like, when you're on a risen stage, rose stage, rise stage.
0: Dunrosified.
3: Dunrosified stage. (laughs) (laughs) When you're up higher than the audience, it's way easier because then, you know, they're, like, face level with your knee or your foot or something. Like, they're not just, like, Nose to nose with you when right. you're like on a smaller stage, it can be a little more awkward, but I still like it because okay. it's better than like the status quo is like for people to stand like ten feet away because they don't want to like crowd you right you know what I mean, but they still like want to be close, but like ah. yeah, and then like I'll say like come for what is it there's not a moat like between the stage right. and you guys like, you can come <laughs> forward it's okay and then that that makes it a lot more fun
0: yeah mm-hmm. I, I think it's maybe a social etiquette thing people maybe just feel weird getting that close or they don't want to be the guy that's that close or
3: yeah maybe i know sometimes i don't want to be the first one to like be like plastered against the stage like yeah. when i'm watching a band because it feels awkward but like i know i like it when people do that because then you, there's more to interact with. You can make more eye contact. You could like yeah. fist bump them or whatever. Like there's more energy going back and forth. Yeah. So like it might be like a social thing. I know like social stuff is weird too now with like social media and all that. Like we're not as interactive as there we were. So like last night we were at a punk show and saw the adolescents. And I noticed even at a punk show it wasn't as interactive, you know. Mm-hmm. Huh. Like, the, And those are the shows that are expected to be most like balls to the wall. And like towards the middle, like a circle pit broke out and stuff, and like people were going crazy. But like the people in the front, they were just standing there and listening and like bobbing their head. And I was like, this is a lot of energy that they're putting out. <laughs> they're just like kind of nodding, you know? Like yeah. things have changed a lot. It's really interesting.
0: <laughs> I remember there was a show that you guys did at the DBA. Uh, I think Porcelain came on, then you guys came on, and it was just, it was. The next day, I had to go to a chiropractor because my neck was all messed oh, up yeah. from just like getting <laughs> yep. all crazy. I've been there. And I told him, like, yeah, I think I was nodding my head too hard. He's like, oh, Adam. <laughs> <laughs>
3: He's like, You're not 21, dog. Yeah. You can't <laughs> do that.
0: Well, he prescribed going to more shows. <laughs> so I get, so I get, my neck gets used to it, I guess. Oh, okay. Yeah.
4: But yeah, no, I. This is the best doctor ever. I know. <laughs> we, we need to get that guy on the team. Let's call it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Because uh, you have a lot of energy
0: songs, but there's also the the, the slower songs, which mm-hmm. uh, I told you before they, they they really they affect me in in, in ways, uh, and even the, hearing them over and over again, they still. And I think it's because of the the emotion and the the way that you sing it, where mm-hmm. it's just the the connection I think that you feel to the music, it comes across and then starts affecting me and then i get connected and i start losing my shit Um.
3: (laughs) i love that that's awesome i'm definitely a feeling person like i have a lot of feelings (laughs) so it makes sense that they would be on stage it's
0: it's it's a good thing i think uh and it's uh see we the broken man is the first one that broke my heart uh (laughs) and then um hold on oh my god oh yeah I I can't I can't even.
3: Yeah, I love singing that song because I always look out and someone's always crying. And <laughs> it's really sweet. I'm like, oh, you guys.
0: Do you ever have to fight off tears when you're singing?
3: Not tears, because my body does this weird thing when I'm like in front of people, where it like won't let me cry.
0: Oh, kind okay. Kind of a
3: deal, you know. But um, I definitely get emotional during it. Like okay. I'll feel it like in my heart and like my soul and stuff. And sometimes like the words just feel fresh, and I'll just like kind of cry them out like while i'm performing it and okay. stuff but no tears have ever like flown it looks like it sometimes because sometimes when i've been like thrashing around and then stop for a slow song the sweat gets in my eyes oh, and okay. drips out of my eyes like tears and people think i'm crying on stage and i'm oh. like i'm like i'm feeling it but i'm not actually crying
0: yeah <laughs> but
3: you know, why didn't we just say i was
0: <laughs> yeah right i think it'd be hard to perform if you were breaking down every single every time you're you saying one of those uh
3: it'd be difficult yeah yeah, if it was every time, I'm sure there will come a time where I'll start blubbering on stage. or okay. something. I wouldn't put it past me by any means. Uh,
0: when, when it comes to creating those songs, uh, it, do the emotions get to you at that point when it's, when it's is in the gen, in the genesis of the of the songwriting process or whatnot?
3: I usually only write when I'm overcome with something in the first place. Okay, which I usually am, <laughs> so <laughs> <laughs> that works. But like, hold on, I wrote I wrote that a long time ago. Actually, I probably wrote it like seven years ago or more seven eight years ago right. and um i wrote i was super bummed out and stressed out you know and i wrote it so like i was already in that state so i was just like venting those feelings out okay. as i was writing them you know so it's not yeah. like i was writing them and i was like oh my god these are moving me i was like no i'm already in that spot so like oh,
0: okay gotta get it out of me that's
3: what's cut yeah i gotta get it out okay it's usually what happens
0: all right yeah uh, as, as far as the music, does, does does that come later or is like the, the melody comes in and then you match the lyrics to it?
3: It totally depends. Really? It totally depends. Like it used to always be that I would write the lyrics first and then put guitar to it. And then um, lately I've been writing just in my head, which can get a little confusing. to right. the, the dudes, but like. I'll just start, like, humming a melody, and I'm like, that's a good melody, and then I'll start putting words to it, and then I'll have this whole song that I wrote in my head, but I have no accompaniment with it yet, so then I'll have to go to my guitar and, like, figure out what chords, like, are supposed to be there. Okay. Or, God forbid, I'll sing it to Taylor, and he'll try and figure it out and get all frustrated. (laughs) (laughs) He's like, I don't know what you're doing. (laughs) I'm like, well, whatever. And then sometimes, like, he just wrote a song on guitar first, and then I took some lyrics that I had already had and just tried to put them to it and it worked really well. So it like comes in every direction, like backwards and forwards.
0: Okay. Uh, there was a, I think it was about maybe a year ago by now that, uh, the style of music took a shift mm-hmm. that you were experimenting with new kinds of things.
4: Oh, you noticed that, huh? Yeah. <laughs>
3: Wait, in, within graves.
0: Yeah. Within graves. Oh really? You noticed yeah. that? Yeah.
3: Tell me what you noticed.
0: Well, I noticed it because you told me things are going to be shifting a little bit.
3: Oh, <laughs> Wait, did I tell you that? Or did Taylor tell you that? Uh,
0: I don't remember. It was, it was one of you. It was probably Taylor. Cause I think we have a He's group. He's
3: always saying shit's going to change.
0: We, we have a group text that, uh, it's, I don't know which one, one, one starts or the other begins. Uh, but there was, uh, I think it was when when uh adam and aldo left the band
2: oh, oh
3: yeah, yeah yeah the def- things definitely changed yeah at that point
0: so w- was that something that you're you planning on or was it because Aldo and adam left the things kind of shifted or
3: well the vibe just changed because we were working with different musicians okay. and two different musicians at once so right. like we swapped out a rhythm section basically so we we're i had some new songs that i was bringing in and then they had totally new vibes and like Talents and stuff that they were bringing in. So it did change. Yeah. Okay.
4: It was like we were painting with a whole new palette of colors.
3: Kind of, yeah. Yeah. And then I had new stuff that we're bringing in, and Taylor's guitar had grown and widened. Not the guitar itself, but like oh, still. Like, mm-hmm. Yeah, we put it in some water and it just expanded. Oh, okay. It was really yeah. weird.
0: Right. They had to put it in rice to get it back in the right size. <laughs> yeah. That's, that's how guitars work. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> as an expert guitar person, <laughs> so okay let's, let's let's go back to um origin stories now uh when when you were growing up, what was the uh, we asked Taylor the first memory do you remember your, your first memory? yeah well do you remember I, I guess would, I okay. remember my right. first memory All right. What, what, what was it
3: I was about one up in one. Oregon wow and I couldn't talk, and I was real frustrated because I was trying to say something <laughs> and my mom obviously didn't know what I was saying because I was like one one and a half. And I wanted to go inside because my friends were inside, but it was hot outside. The floor was hot. She wanted to put these jelly shoes on me, but those hurt my feet. So I didn't want her to put the shoes on me. I wanted her to carry me in and carry me out, carry me in and carry me out. And like she, she carried me in and then like I would start whining and then she like didn't know if I wanted what I wanted, you know? (laughs) And like the reason I wanted to be in and out, in and out is because like, I had FOMO. Like I wanted to know what the oh. what was going on outside and what was going on inside. And I understand why kids are always frustrated because like you know what you want. Right. Nobody else does. Yeah. That sucks.
0: Understand me, please.
3: Yeah. That's that's my first memory.
0: Okay. So you, you grew up, uh, you said, in, in the Chino area?
3: Yeah, I was born in Oregon. And in Oregon, right. I was right. there until I was three and then my parents moved down to Chino Hills and then to Chino.
0: Okay. That's where I've been. Do you, do you remember the purpose of the move uh, coming from Oregon? It was
3: my dad's work, okay. I think, yeah.
0: All right. So it, uh, growing up in, in the Chene Hills area, what was, what was it like for you?
3: Well, I was homeschooled. Okay. So there's a lot of home.
0: I'm always curious about homeschool. It's, yeah. Because uh, they, they, I assume the parents get a curriculum from some sanctioning body of yeah. like, this is what you need to be doing.
3: Yeah. It was technically registered as a private school. So it was like their oh. church that we went to. Okay. And they had like a principal and stuff and it was considered a homeschool group. So somehow I was able to be a private school and we'd have like classes once a week. Together, like with mm-hmm. all the families or whatever, and then during the week, my mom would get she bought the curriculums and she would teach from the curriculums
0: okay how long was the, the homeschooling process like up until
3: oh I was homeschooled kindergarten through high school graduation
0: oh wow, okay like the whole thing wow I, I I think it would be hard for me as a parent to uh, flunk my daughter out of anything. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
3: Uh, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I know I if I had gone to public school, I probably would have failed a lot of things. Why are you laughing so hard? Taylor.
2: <laughs> the hell.
4: I'm just trying to imagine that conversation with Adam like, "Why didn't you pass biology? You're a shitty teacher." <laughs>
2: <laughs> no, like I
3: had, I had such a hard time with math, like if I had gone to a class with like 30 other students and like didn't have that one-on-one like focus like i would have failed okay. for sure so i think it was probably good all right when i was homeschooled is, is there
0: any interaction with other kids like field trip type of things or anything yeah
3: yeah we would do field trips and then we went to church a lot so i like went to youth group so i had friends there and then once started i would just walk around the chino actually and just hang out at the high school sometimes oh, and just oh, like okay. meet people and then um, I did community theater starting at, like, age 12. Oh. So I found my people there.
0: Okay. Mm-hmm. How, did, how did you get into community theater? What, what led you to even examining it?
3: I just wanted to be – God, it's not so dumb. Uh-oh. I wanted to be famous. Uh-huh. Like, <laughs> I was like, I want to be a singer. I want to be an actor. I want to be, like, all the Disney Channel stars. I was like, I need to do this. Okay. Like, if I had had a stage mom, I would have been so happy, like, just to be <laughs> out on every audition. Probably would have wrecked me but
0: so in your mind that was your way in through the theater department
3: well that's what my mom would give me okay so i'd be like i want to do this i want to do that and she had four kids you know what i mean she's like okay i can't take you to la every day because that's right a lot yeah she was like why don't you go audition at the community theater and then you can get experience in acting and go from there okay and i was like okay so i went and i auditioned for a musical and i got a solo oh what was the musical what was it? I was I was young. I think I was twelve. It was Schoolhouse Rocks Live Junior.
0: Schoolhouse Rock. Yeah, like the uh, the the old cartoons. Yeah, the, uh, I'm just a Bill. Yeah. Okay.
3: Yeah, exactly. The conjunction
0: function. That's <laughs> Yeah.
3: yeah.
0: <laughs> Pretty much. All right. So That's awesome. I never heard of those of uh, a uh, uh, play version or a musical version of those.
3: All yeah, right. it was a cu- it was a cute show. Nice. Yeah, and then I, I did that all the way through until I started music. Really. Okay. So, I so mean, so they started pursuing music seriously.
0: Was was that your first exposure into musical things, I guess? Or you had other influences before that? No,
3: I did. They had, like, in the homeschool group, a lot of the girls would sing and would have, like... We had a singing teacher, so we would all take lessons from her, and then we'd all get together and practice harmonies Ooh. for, like, Christmas songs or, like, worship songs or whatever. So I had been singing since... For a long time, okay, yeah. So I've, that's always been a thing. My mom used to play guitar. She used to do worship at her church, so she started teaching me guitar when I was about ten
2: or oh, wow. something.
3: Because I was just like banging on her guitar, and she was like, "You have to stop. Here, this is an A. Learn to do this." Oh,
2: okay. <laughs> like,
3: God. <laughs> so yeah.
0: All right. So so the the the, the homeschooling uh, also intersected with the with with the church. Uh, was was it like? Was the school part of the church that it was kind of, uh, kind of the principal of?
3: Kinda, yeah. The pastor wasn't a principal; it was just like a thing that went through the church. a okay. deal. I'm not sure 100 percent how it worked.
0: I remember because uh, the private school that I went to was a it was a Christian school, and mm. it, it was it was a church on Sundays, and then it was a school during the week. Uh, okay, and yeah. that, that was my first exposure into music as well. As I, I joined the choir, and then mm. uh, that. Um, it was unclear whether or not it was good. There wasn't a lot of guys that were joining choir. Uh, really so aren't. I'm like, eh, yeah, I'm one of the best. Yeah. I'm top three, and there's only
4: three of us. Yeah. Uh, so Voice of an angel, this guy. Yeah, yeah. that's how I was in musical
3: theater. Are you kidding me? If you were a guy that could sing in musical theater, like, you're in.
0: Uh, I should do it all over again. There's
3: so many girls that audition there.
0: If I can go back, I joined choir much sooner. Yeah. Uh, just for the connections, uh, the human connections. I uh, oh, no. <laughs> Okay, so, so uh, how, how much of the, um, I guess, stage performing did you do after after the uh, schoolhouse rock thing?
2: A
3: lot.
0: It continued after that?
3: Yeah, pretty much, at least one or two a year.
0: Okay. Oh, wow. I would wow. say
3: so. I was just always doing it. I was always in shows. All right. Just making friends through there. Even if I got a small part, I would take it and just hang out.
0: Did you see that as a nice break from the from the homeschooling to, to be out with the uh, other, other kids?
3: It was just nice to have something to do at night, you know what I mean? Because, like, it was usually, at, like, f- from 5 – it started between, like, 5 and 7 or something like that. And, like, other than that, when I was in, like, junior high and high school, we'd, unless we had church that night, we'd just stay home. And, like, that sucked, <laughs> you know?
0: Did, was- did you did you have the uh, – because you talked talking about FOMO at, at one-year-old. Uh, did, did you, did you feel that at all being homeschooled that you're missing out on experience with the uh, other kids in classes?
3: Yeah. And whatnot. Yeah. I used to want to go to school. Like I would, I went to school a few times with some of my friends. Like there's one night I ran away from home and then I had to spend the night with a boyfriend of mine and then I followed him to school that day cause I didn't want to go home. Oh. So I just went to school with him. Okay. So, like got to see what it was like. I didn't have shoes on, so
2: wow.
0: Apparently,
3: I ran away with no shoes. I don't know why I didn't borrow a pair of shoes from him. It didn't. I went to the school barefoot.
0: So many questions.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I know, right?
0: <laughs> so you just hung around the school barefooted, in, in, going to his classes, or yeah. and teachers were okay with that?
3: Who's, some of them were, some of them weren't.
0: Who's that girl? She's auditing the class as a. I mean, writer. I
3: looked like a troubled youth. I oh, looked you? troubled, yeah, okay. and I was. So I think they <laughs> kind of maybe had pity on me.
0: How did that uh, show itself? The the troubled youth look. What was the, what was the look?
3: Um, but I definitely had scars on my arms all the time. Oh, because I was a cutter in high school and junior high, and then my hair was like short and shaved on the side. My okay. makeup probably looked like a raccoon eyes. Okay. I had like safety pin necklace on like i always looked sad kind oh, of a thing okay. you know i just looked like a sad little person
0: all right i'm picturing a little uh, daria vibe
3: more like jane but like more depressed okay yeah <laughs>
0: <laughs> okay so uh being homeschooled that having this look your parents are okay with this look did, uh, did they try to talk you out of it at all
3: yeah they tried to talk me out of it okay. definitely but like Things at home are pretty bad, like from like – what age did it start? Maybe like age 11 to like 16 on and off. Okay. So things are pretty bad. So like I was super into like the gothic thing or whatever. Like one, I just liked it. And two, then the more depressed I got, the more that I was like, why would I not dress like this? Like yeah. I'm sad all the time, you know? So yeah. This is my
0: soul I'm showing you. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah.
3: <laughs> like this is my pain. Yeah. So, yeah, my mom would get mad at me if I wore like black lipstick or something. Okay. But she was pretty cool with certain things. Like, she'd let me dye my hair pink and stuff. Like, and she took me to get like my nose pierced and all that. Okay. So, like when I was 16. So,
0: that's the biggest struggle for me as a as father of a teenager now. Mm-hmm. Basically, in the same age that you were at that, that yeah. time, that she wants to do things to her hair and stuff. I'm like,
3: ah. A letter.
0: I, I, yeah, that's eventually yeah. I landed on that. Do what you got yeah. to do. I'd rather you express it this way than other ways later, and I'm gonna. Be- oh
3: yeah, yeah. Because the thing is, hair is, su- is such a temporary thing. Like you, right? You can dye it back. You can cut it. Like it's not a big deal. You know, mm-hmm. like if kids want to dye their hair, I don't think that should be a big deal.
0: Yeah, and it's 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 not. I I just need to. I need time to process and get there. <laughs> in, in, <laughs> yeah. My, in oh my, no, in I totally get that. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, because I want her to be expressive, and I don't want her to feel chained down in any way, shape, or form. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I also need to come to terms with it so that I can <laughs> <laughs> accept it and be, okay, this is where we are now. I'm
3: That's good. good, though, that you're, like, self-aware of that because my dad had very little patience for, like, my fashion choices. Okay. Oh, like, yeah. Which is funny because he wanted long hair when he was a kid, but his dad wouldn't let him. Oh. And then when I was a teenager, I wanted to, you know, do the black lips, black, like, pierce everything. And he was like, no. Okay. And I was like, no, i we hmm. gotta, we gotta step back and look at this. Really? Like, yeah,
0: yeah. 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 <laughs> <laughs> you become your father. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> let's
3: take that deeper look. <laughs> <lick.
0: laughs> okay, so uh, did that manifest in other ways besides the, uh, the 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 way that you changed your appearance? Were you more rebellious uh, towards your parents? Mm,
3: yes, I was. I wasn't like a hider when conflict would arise. Because my dad was a drinker back then, so he would come home and just, like, rage kind of a thing. So, like, whereas my sisters would just kind of, like, be quiet, I would, like, talk back and stuff, Okay, you know? So we would get into it really bad. But then even when I wanted out of it, he would still be yelling and stuff. So, like, that night after night, like... What was the question? <laughs>
2: Sorry.
0: <laughs> the, the the rebellious uh, part.
3: Oh, yeah. I mean, it's, it's interesting to say rebellious because things were so bad. Like, I was rebelling against, like, a bad situation. Okay. You know what I mean? So, like, okay. it's kind of hard to say, like, oh, she was just being rebellious because I was, like, I didn't know what to do.
0: So, you're Princess Leia in this situation against the uh- – <laughs>
3: against of
0: the hood yeah, yeah. So, uh, Darth Vader all the uh, the um, Imperial whatever's yeah, yeah I okay. guess so <laughs> right.
3: I wasn't in a gold bikini right. But
0: so they're called the Rebellion but these are the good guys
4: not yet
3: yeah. not yet <laughs> that's, that's
0: right that comes later I bought one later yeah at this point it's hologram only and hologram, then uh, yes. <laughs> later becomes a bikini mm. uh, and cinnamon buns uh, so
4: that's <laughs> what i was looking like cinnamon yeah. buns all right uh, I want to help you so much, but I'm enjoying this down. <laughs> <laughs> it happens. It I happens. know. I'm
3: sorry. I'm laughing about all this like dark stuff too. I feel like I'm treating it very lightly. I'm not, it's just, I'm
4: it's, it's
0: how you, you got to deal with it.
3: I've just lived. Yeah. I've talked about it so many it's times. It's one
0: of those. If, if I don't laugh, I'll cry.
3: Yeah. Kind of. Yeah. yeah.
0: That, that's a big thing for me. I, I, I always poke fun at myself about sad things mm-hmm. because I don't want it to get sad. I don't want to bring it to people down. Right. I'll come down by myself when I'm alone. Yeah. Uh, when I'm around people. Let's all just laugh about it, and then I'll yeah. call it later. It's, it's cool.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah.
0: <laughs> all right. So, what was it that was going so bad at, at at the house? If you don't mind talking about it.
3: Yeah, no, I can talk about it. I've asked my dad if I could share it because we're cool now, and he said it's fine. Okay. So he was drinking a lot at that time. So he'd come home at night and just like go off, you know. And it was always targeted at me and my mom for the most part okay. so like it it'd just be like getting screamed at for like two or three hours or whatever like even if i complied or said like oh i'm sorry like it just wouldn't let up you know stuff yeah. like that and then
0: he had things get off his chest it didn't matter who was at.
3: yeah i don't even remember a lot of the stuff he said it could have been anything like one time it was that my screensaver changed <laughs> he, he thought I downloaded something, oh. but it didn't because wow. he didn't understand how that worked and it just set him off and
2: that Jesus. night was
3: over, you know, like it was a long night, Yeah, stuff like that. So that was mostly what we were dealing with. And then, uh, and I'm trying to, what was the question exactly?
0: Uh, just the, the trouble that you were going through at the, at the time, at the age where, uh, he came home, he was, he was drinking a lot, and yeah. he was screaming. What was it that he did for a living? Do you, do you know?
3: He, I don't remember. He was working at some office, and I know he was having a lot of trouble with his boss. Like sh- okay. She would like yell at him, so he would get really frustrated and drink, and then okay. come home, and that's what would happen. I
0: can't yell at her, so I'll yell at you kids. Maybe.
3: And okay. my, yeah, me and my mom, pretty much, yeah. Okay. So a few times, there was like some physical stuff that happened. Like,
2: oh.
3: Like, um, I guess you call it abuse, but... It, like I said, we're fine now. Like, he's apologized. We've talked and stuff. We're good. But, like, at the time, it was Physical really. Sexual
4: not sexual.
3: Yeah, not sexual yeah. at yeah. all. That's, yeah, that's what I wanted to clarify. Okay. No, not sexual. So, like, yeah, it was really hard at the time because I was just, like, stuck. And then, like, we'd go to church, and if they wanted me to act like everything was fine,
2: oh, you know what I mean? Yeah. So I was like.
3: I was like, I'm down with God. I love God, like Christianity. It all makes sense. I was like, but you people are fucking idiots. You know what I mean? Like, I don't understand why you would ever. And I understand, like, like my mom didn't know what to do. My people are dumb. You know what I mean? They just do dumb shit when like they're told to be one way. You right. know, and like a lot of secrets are kept under wraps because they're afraid to tell the ugly truth because then they'll be judged, and then they'll be like asked to step down from ministry and stuff. And it's like, bad
0: publicity for the religion if uh, this stuff gets out.
3: Yeah, and it shouldn't be that way. Like it should be like if something really bad's going on in your house, you should feel most comfortable at church to bring it up and ask for help.
2: Yeah, you right. know what I mean, yes. and
3: not get judged, but actually be listened to and like maybe talk to and like. Get help, you know what I yeah. mean. Instead of like, oh, you know what, you guys, hey, you're having a hard time. We're gonna ask you to step down from worship for a while and figure your stuff out, and then just leave you to figure it out. Which yeah. I've totally seen, which is so awful.
0: Yeah. And I think I think that's the thing that also got me out of religion in the first place. Uh, it was I, I saw all the two facedness of it all. The, this is uh, this is what we're saying here. But then when it comes down to it, it, is like all right, maybe uh, not a, not as not as strongly convicted when it mm-hmm. came down to the things that were of actual substance. Yeah. Uh, so, and also I think it's the, the whole you came to religion for feeling goodness, good goodness. <laughs> A feeling ungoodified, uh, <laughs> and it. then <laughs> it's much more gooder. Yeah, it's it's, it's the most gooder. And then, <laughs> if these things are happening, if somebody were to see that, that means religion's not working for them because they're struggling, and religion's supposed to be about oh, we're all one under God and whatnot. So if somebody's yeah. struggling, then it, it seems like a flaw in the plan to them. So they have yeah. to cover it because if you if you're if you're close with God, everything should be good for you. So if it's not we got to hide that.
3: Yeah, that's a dumb part. Like yeah. God never said things would be perfect if you follow him, you know what I mean? Absolutely. Like that's
0: nowhere in the Bible. There's there's a whole book of Job about
3: Yeah. Shit goes
0: real sideways.
3: Real sideways. <laughs> real bad. Yeah. People do terrible things. Like yeah. sometimes you need a Oh, yeah, yeah. I, I don't know some people just got their heads up their butts real far right. and like so much so that they don't even know it yeah. but it was definitely worse back then we found a church we go to now that's very good with that like they're very open and like okay. i can say i don't mince words really so i can ask any questions i want and they're nice. like oh, okay yeah let's talk about that and i'm like all right sick like i'm cool i'm not being told to like okay keep it shut you know what i mean yeah. but yeah that was hard being told to like shut your mouth hug your dad like what's wrong with you i'd be like wait what are you kidding me like
4: you went there last night he tried to hug him last night he slapped the shit out of me. yeah the- like <laughs> what the
3: fuck <laughs> like this doesn't make any sense so yeah yeah that shit was weird
0: right well it's all about forgiveness you see <laughs>
3: <laughs> i mean after a long journey
0: yeah yeah oh.
3: i forgive him now but <laughs>
0: Yeah, but that's one of those weird things that uh, you got to forgive and move past. And like, well, it's still kind of fresh.
3: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I was oh. talking to a therapist the other day, and I was saying, like, I'm really mad at somebody right now. And she was like, you should be because she knows what happened. And I was like, okay. Yeah. I was like, yeah, because, like, yeah, there's forgiveness and all that, and that will come. You know what I mean? But, like, right now I'm mad. Yes. And I can be mad.
0: There's definitely a time and a place for anger. Yeah. Absolutely. And it's, it's necessary.
3: Yeah, and it's okay to be mad when people are Dicks, you yes. know what I mean, like.
0: And that's way too often yeah, these the, <laughs> this day and age. Yeah, it's a lot. Yeah, it's very upsetting. <clears throat> so uh earlier you mentioned you you were Jewish, but you grew up uh, in, in a Christian background.
3: Yeah, so I'm Jewish by blood.
0: Okay,
4: basically,
3: so nationality wise, right. So, like my
4: mom's mom, I, I would f- say emotionally wise as well. Emotionally, emotionally wise, <laughs> what does that mean, Mister? <laughs> hey, it's your interview. I just do said you that. tell. <laughs> I am quite
3: emotional. I don't know if that's just because I'm Jewish, though. I think Wait, that's because I'm me.
0: But that might mean I'm Jewish too. Then I'm very, emotional. very emotional. <laughs> <I'm> See, <laughs> I'm crazy. well, you do have curly
3: hair, so you uh, might be.
0: Ooh, <laughs> mm, oh, I got a twenty-three in me. This. <laughs> Uh, what was the 20, question? I forgot it. Uh, uh, oh, Jewish but Christian.
3: Yes. So my mom's mom was in Judaism, I think. Okay. And then... I think it's my, Judaism. Judaism. Yeah. <laughs> whatever. Fucking nerd. Actually. So, <laughs> my mom... As I, our
0: people say. No, I think sorry. my mom is really good. <laughs> uh, Judaism. So, sorry. Oh, it's quite all
3: right. <laughs> I I think my mom was raised with the religious Jew part. Okay. But then she became a Christian when she was pretty young. So, oh, Taylor's waving to someone. I didn't know who it was. Yeah. So, she kept a lot of the traditions, though. She would go to a messianic temple, which is basically Jews that believe in Jesus. Oh, right. Yep. So we would still, we still do Passover once a year and stuff and okay. we'll do Sabbath every once in a while. And she's making home and Tosh cookies today because it's
0: whatever day that oh. requires
3: home and Tosh cookies. Right. I can't remember.
0: Uh, I have it in my calendar.
3: Rock, no, yeah. Uh, Wait, no, that's uh, not. That's, that's not.
0: Oh, like, that's Islam.
3: That's, that's Islam, Islam. Very. Wow. Deep. Samsonite. So what, is, what is it? What is it? Uh,
0: damn it. I don't know. I, it's on uh,
2: holiday. I
0: have a friend uh, that's on the podcast sometimes, Jen. She's, uh, she, she's also Jewish. And uh, she gave me shit one time for forgetting the span of what Hanukkah was uh, mm-hmm. one time. So I added all the
4: Jewish holidays to my calendar. Rosh <laughs> Hashanah. So now, Rosh Hashana. so, so that's now what I, it is. I, Rosh I was just going to say, it's Sunday, right? I mean, Jews love Sunday.
3: It's Rosh Hashanah. Uh, to-
4: tomorrow is the Fast of
0: Esther and then uh, Purim Eve. In Purim, yeah. Purim, yeah. Never heard of that one. Yeah,
3: much. in Haman's
0: Uh Shoshana Purim is on that's Wednesday. Awesome.
3: Yeah, that's the the cookies are supposed to look like his hat.
0: I think it's Haman. I don't know. Oh, it's also the ancient art of daylight savings.
4: Uh,
2: <laughs> it says that on the calendar, doesn't
0: it? Yeah. The ancient art,
4: right? Yes. Got <laughs> it.
3: But you know what? I'm so stoked for it not to get dark. Why did that at, sound like, like the most
4: legit thing? <laughs> the, the ancient art of daylight. Because I sold it. And also so. the religious tradition of making cookies that look like this dude's hat.
3: <laughs> <laughs> it's true. It's. I think a pretty good If they don't look restaurant. just like
4: that hat, you're going to hell, right? No, that's in the Bible.
3: Do Jews believe in hell? I don't remember what uh,
0: exactly they believe. I, I, because Jews I don't are, so. they're, they're, they're Old Testament. I think the Old, Old, Testament Old Testament is, it's, there's a lot of fire and brimstone in the Old
4: Testament. Yeah. So it's also, th- that's true. Yeah. I've been watching this show on HBO called The the Young Pope. Legit. Oh. By the way. But apparently, yeah, TV has,
3: shows are always historically accurate. It's, well,
4: I'm not saying it is, <laughs> but it's really interesting. Uh, anyway, I, I learned that uh, heaven and hell are never mentioned in the Old Testament, apparently. Really? Yeah. Oh. It's a, Like they, Judgment Hell mentioned. can, depending on the. I was about to say hell for sure has to be hell, hell can, but never directly. It's always like through the terms of like a metaphor or something. Heaven is never mentioned at all. Okay, until uh-huh. the New Testament.
3: They talk about Abraham's bosom, right, in the Old Testament. You're going
4: deeper than I am. Yeah, okay. Abraham, that, that's. I, um, I'm just trying to watch HBO here.
3: Oh my god. Uh,
0: Purgatory. Is what. Yeah, Abraham's bosom is, is. It's the judgment place.
3: Well, Abraham's bosom's like the comfort place. I feel like I'm
4: judged enough here. (laughs) I'm not trying to go to a place where that's the goal. Turns out Earth
3: purgatory. Yeah,
4: Earth itself is supposed. (laughs) We're all being judged
3: constantly. Pretty purgatory-ish. Yeah.
0: Okay, so getting uh, high high school's over, you you finish uh, homeschooling. Yes. Uh, What what happens there?
3: Um. So I keep doing theater. I'm doing Shakespeare festivals at this point. So like acting in them and stuff, which I quite enjoyed, and then after that is when I started, This was right after I broke up with a boyfriend of mine. And then I started in the band with my sister and another guy ended up dating.
0: Oh, wow. <laughs> All right. Trendier. Yeah. I'm it was seeing, uh, uh, yeah, it was a year. All right.
3: But, um, yeah, and then we went to the Coffee Depot, and that was when I met Taylor. Okay. And stuff, and that was when I started like really focusing on writing music. Like I had written songs in high school and stuff, but I focused more on like the theater side. Okay. But um.
0: So we heard Taylor's version of the story of the uh, the Coffee Depot.
3: I had a great time.
0: Okay, but the, but the multiple signing up of the names. I had, okay,
3: I didn't know. <laughs> so I went with my boyfriend who was in the band with me. Okay. And I followed his lead. And he had been there tons of times. So
4: he also had multiple listings yes. for himself? Wow. Yes. Yeah, nobody liked that fucker either.
3: You all <laughs> loved him. What are you talking about? He was like one of the most popular people there.
4: Leandra, you know now I don't like a lot of people. I just tolerate them.
3: Yeah, but no, he was like one of the dudes there. So he told me, he was like, all right, yeah, we're going to write down one for the band. And then I wanted to do a set because my music was completely different from what the band was doing. I wrote my own stuff. He okay. wrote most of the music for the band, and I was like, that's appropriate. And he was like, okay, let's do something with us too, because we also had different songs. So I was like, okay, yeah, cool. So we write that down, and then my sister was also doing a project with the guitarist of the band. Okay. So they were doing that, and like, he made it seem like it was fine. It was like almost, it was his idea too. So I was all like, right. this is great. And then when we got on stage, like the audience reacted great. It was a lot of fun. I was in a great mood. Little did I know, like little salty bitches over here were just <laughs> like all mad.
0: <laughs>
3: Apparently, people thought I was a bitch. I wasn't. I was just excited. <laughs>
0: The only thing I can equate it to is uh, uh, I do karaoke That's that's, that's my thing I I can't play instruments I'm not part of any bands But I do go to karaoke And if, if somebody were to get up five times Before I was supposed to sing uh, I, I get feel it. I like would uh, I not be happy about I that. I
3: get it. Now I get <laughs> it. Right. Oh my God. Okay. Pause. I get it now. I don't do that now. Okay, yeah, yeah. At the it's time fine, I fine. had no idea. I was 18 and had never been to an open right.
0: mic. No, it's not your fault. It's not I your fault. I was just
3: following someone else's lead. I understood. Okay. Not guilty.
0: Right. I'm not choosing sides here. I, I, <laughs> I just... will
3: defend myself <laughs> on this one. <laughs>
0: So what was the style of the, of the band that you were in with your, with your boyfriend at the time?
3: It was like indie
2: folk.
0: Okay.
3: Yeah. So it was actually my sister started the band with her friend. We called him Rosie and then our friend Trish. So it was my sister on piano and vocals, Trish on drums, and then Rosie on guitar. And then Trish brought Will in and Will is a singer songwriter. So he ended up writing a lot of the songs Okay. and he sang. And then I was super bummed out because I had just broken up with – a boyfriend
0: from your previous band?
3: No. Okay. <laughs> yes, actually, yes. <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> Whatever. I was young.
0: <laughs> oh wow, that was totally a joke.
3: <laughs> no, it was. Well, it was like a fake it was like a fake band.
0: Okay, it was a club.
3: It was a club. Yeah, <laughs> pretty much. So. Any, and then, so I had just broken up with that dude, and I was a little sad All right. and stuff, so I was, like, drawing a lot. But then I, like, kept hearing music coming from downstairs, and I was like, I want to do harmonies. So I, like, basically how I forced my way into the country band that Taylor was talking about in his interview, and okay. forced my way into my sister's band. Oh, I see. And just sang <laughs> harmonies, and then I liked the guitarist. so I was like, Hi, and then we we're dating, and then... He wrote one song for me to sing alone, and then I'm pretty sure my sister didn't like that because then I'm like...
0: She started the band, why is she singing? She started singing? the
3: band, why am I singing, oh, okay. which is fair. It's fair. But anyway, that that band lasted... How long did it last? Maybe a year. Maybe a year. Maybe. We were pretty good okay. like for like being little babies. All right. You know? And so
0: then, there's a lot of range in, in your musical choices. Where did that come from? Did been talk about that? Cold
3: Mountain soundtrack. Cold Mountain. Yeah. That's the...
0: Um, Oh, no. Super good actress. Damn it. Nicole Kidman? There, there it is. Renee Zellweger? Um, Mrs. Tom Cruise at one point. Right. I think they were married, weren't they? Who? Nicole Kidman and Tom Cruise? No. No? Yes.
3: Were they? Really? Yeah. Huh.
0: That was during Eyes Wide Shut times. Yeah. Yeah. And then he met Katie Holmes. All right. Right. And, uh, yeah, Jumped that's a whole couch. different podcast. Uh, <laughs>
2: Fair enough. <laughs> <laughs>
0: We, we, I'm gonna have Tom Cruise, and uh, right after you guys leave, uh, it's weird, Sick. and we'll talk about that with him.
3: Talk about Scientology.
0: Yeah, yeah. I wish that was true. That'd Scientology. Be, uh, no, to be able to talk to Tom Cruise about Scientology, oh. that'd be that'd be an amazing podcast. I feel like there's
4: no good answers.
3: There's not. It would all just. Be I feel
4: weird. like they are all good answers. <laughs> you know, fair. fair, fair. fair. Yeah, fair. <laughs> That's all the convincing it took. Yeah. yeah. I'm looking at Bruce Willis there, and he was like, yeah, Ooh. yeah, yeah bruh. Bruce Willis yeah.
0: agrees. Yeah. <laughs> yeah what were we talking about? Uh, uh, the musical influences. Uh, Cold Mountain soundtrack, you said. Oh,
3: yeah. Yeah, that, that movie. Well, Jack White, honestly. Okay. Like, influenced a lot of my musical directions. Because he... Is like you know the white stripes they're super right. rocking he's awesome blender is amazing but then he did a lot of the cold mountain soundtrack which I had on loop like oh, wow I didn't know that through high school a lot oh, yeah. and that's uh, that was all just like super folksy like say like Appalachian sounding <laughs> very stuff bluegrass bluegrass okay. yeah just like Wayfair and stranger and Allison Krauss is on the album and
0: okay
3: it was just amazing but it was just very bluegrass very folky you know and I just fell in love with it.
0: So where did the rock come in then?
3: The rock came in because I loved Flyleaf. Okay, a lot I in high don't think school. I know Flyleaf. They're they're just a rock band with a chick singer, and like I loved Evanescence. I know those are like so corny answers, uh, oh. but I did. Like, I
0: know when Evanescence, I was younger,
3: yeah. Younger, I liked them a lot. Bring and me then, to life. Yeah, <laughs> and then like I said, I always loved Jack White, so okay. like he's been rock pretty much the whole time. So okay. like everything right. that's always been an interest of mine. But the reason, like, I started writing rock music, is because, like, I was writing folk, 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 folk music, and then, like, I was getting kind of frustrated because I was writing a new song, and I was like, I don't feel like this sounds like me. And I was like talking to my sister, and I was like, Does this, does this sound good? Or like, I don't know if it's like my style, or like, if it's even good at all. And she was like, it Doesn't matter. She was like, Stop trying to write a certain style. Like, just okay. write. And I was like, Okay. Like and I'm I'm a micromanager when it comes to the sound, so was, okay. it was hard for me to let that go and I was like, All right. And Taylor was like, Let's do electric and I was like, All right. So I just kinda let it like go where it went, you know, and right. then it just ended up where we are now,
0: which I quite like. I'm having some trouble picturing the um the goth type child that you were said you were
3: uh-huh.
0: doing bluegrass. Yeah, I don't know. How does how does that
3: I don't know. <laughs> I don't know.
0: That'd be weird. I, I, going on stage with with the look that you have, and then
3: well, I didn't perform the a lot in high
0: school.
3: I didn't perform <laughs> oh, a lot in okay. high school, All right. so I per, I started performing mostly when I was 18, and by that time I was not as gothy. Okay, you know, I was more like neutral looking okay i guess i don't
4: know <laughs> <laughs> i would also say it's like i mean i've
3: never been neutral but
4: <laughs> no no as someone playing with her at the time like she definitely had those goth like influences tendencies what she really had and i don't know if it came from that or the theater is she had a flair for the dramatic
2: mm-hmm. okay
4: so it was always a lot of thought put into the outfit that she was gonna wear a lot of thought put into the stage performance mm-hmm. like whatever it was gonna be whether it was makeup or some crazy fancy dress that she was gonna yeah.
2: wear
4: oh, okay, wow, That's so you, even back in the day
0: the a lot of thought going into the the look yeah that we were talking about earlier with mm-hmm. the uh with with the fur and the uh possible uh gold bikini um, yeah back
2: then it was
3: um, <laughs> like white dresses and no shoes, oh, okay, the kind of thing.
0: Oh, the same. Way we went to uh high school with your with your boyfriend. Pretty much. Right. Yeah,
3: I didn't wear shoes until like four years ago.
0: Okay.
3: And honestly, it was only because Doc Martens look really cool on stage. Right. right. Okay. I'm not. I'm not joking. So,
0: uh, <laughs> yeah, Doc Martens are uh, pretty cool. They're cool. Yeah, I.
3: I'm not a shoe person, though. I don't no. like them.
0: Okay. So okay. So now the the, the band has gone from uh, bluegrass, folky, to then to more rock influences, uh, and then. Uh, you meet Taylor at the uh, at the coffee.
3: Yeah, I met Taylor spot. pretty much immediately when I started going to the open mic, and mm-hmm. then we were friends for like a year or so, and then we got together, and then um, yeah, it went from like the indie folk band.
0: You, you said you you met when you had a boyfriend. Yes, and then so Taylor's just hanging out, waiting for that guy to leave, and then no, I don't think he was in. interested
3: at first. Oh no, nor was I. No,
0: he
4: was not. Okay, no, he, we we're just chilling. He's shaking his head. Ah, she was that bitch who came in and stole all the good spots. <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
3: and he, he was she, the guy. She was that, the enemy. <laughs> he, he was the guy that like hung out with the cool kids, but I would listen to him play, and I was like, he should be better.
4: <gasps> <How'd> you- <laughs> that
2: was my thought. <laughs>
3: It's like, it seems like he should be really good, but he's like, not yet. I don't understand.
4: It's just a lot of passion. (laughs) (laughs) Brutal.
3: I'm sorry. (laughs) (laughs) You wanted me to be honest. I'm being honest. I
1: also love you.
0: (laughs) It shows. It shows. I'm not picking up on the vibe. It's it's, it's nice the the interaction you guys have with each other is very much like the way Annie and I are with each other, Mm where it's, uh, there's a lot of. Jabs, yeah. but they're like love jabs. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's that's fun. It's funny, I think that makes for a good relationship. <laughs> yeah,
2: I laugh a lot.
0: <laughs> okay, so uh, how different was his look uh, from how he's now to?
3: Oh man! Back then. God. Damn so it. when I met him, he would wear. Ask you because I feel like
0: Sarah would have been dishonest. Yeah, he would have.
3: <laughs> he was a thin lad. Okay. He would wear. White wife beaters and a vest.
2: Oh, and what? he had
3: shaggy hair and he'd wear a fedora. All right, and jeans and boots. And he'd always have alcohol in his trunk, okay, like not in his butt, but like in the trunk of his oh. car
4: <laughs> or both. You don't know,
3: or both. And he would always hand it like pour it into people's coffee cups. And everyone would be walking around drinking. Like,
4: oh, whiskey. that's amazing. Yeah, we had the uh, the bar car in that old station wagon. Nice. Mm-hmm. All right.
0: So, so your boyfriend, uh, you guys dissolve, and then Taylor mm-hmm. comes in.
3: That that disintegrated fast.
0: Was it was it a relationship first, or was it band first?
3: We weren't in a band together for a while. We would just play shows together.
4: Okay, me yeah, and Taylor. Definitely so, a relationship first. Yeah,
3: okay. yeah. So we would just do show, showcases together, like as singer-songwriters. Okay. I think it was so. interesting
4: because like we both respected each other musically, but neither one of us wanted to work with each other. <laughs> Oh, oh. <laughs> we're like, Oh, we what? can play shows together, okay. L- but let's not start a band together. Uh. It's- <laughs> yeah, It
3: just, like, wasn't even in my head.
4: Yeah, never seems to work. Yeah, okay.
3: Yeah. You know. well. <laughs> Fast forward to today. It's working pretty good. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It just wasn't even in my head, like as an idea. And then I think he just started playing some acoustic or some like leads over stuff that I would play.
4: I think we had very different ideals of what we wanted to do musically too.
3: Yeah, probably. But when we really started playing together, it was in the bluegrass folk kind of deal. Like the really big band.
0: Yeah, it's, I, it's, I still can't picture it. Especially now with the, with, the, with the looks now, I can't picture you guys playing bluegrass together. No, oh, we got pictures, bro. I yeah, got videos. Yeah. I need to see those. Yeah, I can show yeah. you. Uh, yes. We're going to stop the podcast. I can watch it. <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 no.
4: It was a lot of fun. Later. I mean, the whole bluegrass period was a lot of fun.
3: Yeah, I still love yeah. folk and bluegrass.
4: I would say that's probably where we. Honestly, it was a very short period, but we grew a lot musically Yeah, doing that because it's a complicated form of music. I okay. know, honestly, it's way more complicated than rock. I think people really sleep on bluegrass and folk. Oh, I 100% agree. Yes. Yeah, it's not easy to do.
0: I, I, I love the way it sounds. It's just it's not enough in my, I guess, uh, space to be able to appreciate as much as I can. Every time I hear it, I'm like, oh, yeah, but it's not – Maybe yeah, I'm nobody's wrong, adding
4: that to their playlist. Right. There's no Bluegrass like, Station in Los yeah. Angeles as far as I know. And I don't know why we went towards it. I mean we had a passion for it, but we'd show up to places. I mean we were playing really big spots at that time. We'd do like 1,000 cap rooms. All right. And we'd just show up and nobody had any idea. They're like, oh my god, I guess we're watching a Bluegrass band tonight? Like <laughs> what is this? And, you know, it, it was weird. I mean,
2: yeah. Yeah.
4: It All wasn't right. something we marketed, just something that kind of came natural. Yeah, it just happened. Okay. So
0: what did the transition come from, from that kind of music to what did you do now?
3: Well, that was when I was talking to you about it. I was saying, like, I was writing a lot of stuff trying to stay in, like, the full box. And when <laughs> I talked to my sister and she was like, just let the songs come and, like, oh, see so what right, right. happens. And um, this is what, what happened. Okay. Yeah, I just kind of let it ride out. And it rode to the rock corner, and I right. really liked it because I've always loved rock, so it was really fun to start playing it. And the more we play it, the more I love it.
0: I'm pretty sure I've already asked it before, but where, where does the name come from, Graves in the Bad Weather? Obviously, your Graves.
3: Yeah, my last name used to be Graves, and then I think Taylor just came up with the Bad Weather. Yeah. Yeah. We just needed a name because Taylor was like... If what's a band, we're not just going to be Leandra Graves. Like, we've got to be something
0: else. Leandra Graves Band and company.
3: Yeah, and I was, like, I was like, well, yeah, my name already has, like, a little following, so I, like, don't want to completely throw it away. And okay. We're like, okay, Graves and what? And he came up with the Bad Weather, and I was like, that's sick. Like, I like that. Yeah.
4: I think it came from, because we went from the Leandra Graves project, where she was the primary songwriter. Mm-hmm. Then we went into that kind of country, southern rock Foray with the Palomino kids where everybody was – honestly, every person in that band was a really good and accomplished songwriter on their own. So it was a much more collaborative approach and we had so much fun doing that. We wanted to keep doing that but we wanted that to be reflected in the name.
3: Well, it's (laughs) funny though because I still write a majority of the songs though.
4: (laughs) (laughs) You you do. But honestly, here's the thing with our music I think. If we were – if it was just Leandra – A lot of it would still be the acoustic folk kind of stuff. Mm -hmm. Okay. So, whether it's the lyrics or the music or the tempo, every single one of us is contributing to make the songs what they are now, which is kind of an amalgamation of everything that we all love together. Yeah, to like fill them
3: out. Because honestly, I write most things on acoustic and then I bring them to the guys and I'm like, all right, here's a song. Like, let's rock it out and make it a a thing. Or like, this is what I hear could go or whatever.
4: then, right, listen to me, song. listen to what I'm, I'm communicating to you, <laughs> <laughs> and we definitely wanted that uh, reflected in the name, too. Yeah, so we didn't want it to just be one singular person. We were like, no, this is a band, we are a band, right? Mm-hmm. So, and we went through a bunch of names, man. I mean, I think what was one of them? Big Red Spider, no, or something that was like one that
3: Dick <laughs> came up with for his yeah. band,
0: yeah,
4: <laughs> Big Red Spider. No,
3: I wanted it to be called <laughs> Yield to Gravel,
4: oh.
0: Oh,
3: I t- right. I'm drama. Like, I, I love that. Stuff. She's also
0: really bad at band names. Shut up. So. Well, Gravel also has Grave in there.
3: That's true. <laughs> oh. I didn't even think of that.
4: Oh, no. Oh, I thought it was intentional.
3: No, it was oh. it was from like a Jack Kerouac quote. Bro,
4: she was homeschooled. She can't spell. Boy,
3: get off my lawn. <laughs> no, it was from something like Jack Kerouac quote about like being yourself or like okay. not bending to the common thread. You know, something like that. It was like, yelled to Gravel, that's sick. And Taylor was like, That's terrible. <laughs> I was like, Well, fine, you picked something. God.
0: So we did. So I, we I, did. I do like bad weather because I've been thinking about it. And t- to me, it, it, it's, it's a good name because bad weather uh, has a lot of different meanings. I, mm-hmm. I personally enjoy bad weather. I, like oh, okay. when it's raining and hailing, yeah. it's like, uh, it's like uh, I, I'll just sit in my car and in, the, in the weather to mm-hmm. in, in, enjoy it. Uh, but it also could mean bad things and that's kind of the 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 kind of songs you guys do, yeah. It circulates in and out of good and bad situations mm-hmm. and signs of what I think is a positive light or just a connection to it mm-hmm. that it's it's nice for me. Right?
3: No, it ended up working out because a lot of the songs are written about hard times, you mm-hmm. know what I mean, or like stressful, anxious, difficult moments.
0: But there's also hope behind it.
3: Yeah. I try yeah. yeah. There's definitely always hope behind it. But Graves and the Bad Weather makes sense because mm-hmm. it's me right. and, and the sad. <laughs>
4: <Yeah>. <laughs> Very emotional. Very emotional. Yeah. Yeah. It's great until we play a show where there's actually like bad weather out, like it's raining and thundering. And
2: dude, everybody. the jokes
4: just keep coming out. Yeah. Oh, oh, you
3: guys brought the bad weather with you, didn't you? Yuck. Mm-hmm. Like, oh. thanks, thanks, Dad, 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 thanks, dad, dad, bro.
4: dad. I wish dad. your I wish your songs were as original as your jokes.
0: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Oh man! You realize now that it, I'm going to have to make those intentionally every time. If there's bad weather, hey guys! <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, what have
2: we done?
4: I feel like uh, the time was coming anyway. Right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's right. Yeah, dad jokes are my thing.
0: Uh, that's what I got. <laughs> I have no choice enough. now. All right.
4: So, uh, what,
0: what, do you, what do you see the band going in the next year or so? Like, musically wise, is it going to be the same kind of thing, or
3: the, we're we're always playing with new? new types of sound. You know what I mean? I think we'll always sound like us because we are us, but we'll be, I have to turn my phone over. I'm getting distracted. (laughs) We'll be experimenting. Yeah. We have two different kinds of sounds that we're like leaning in towards right now. Mm -hmm. So there'll definitely be new vibes for the new stuff that release that we release.
0: What do you find the fans have more connection to? uh, So as far as your songs go, Mm -hmm. is there one song specifically that people are like, Oh, that, that one means a lot to me or, Hold on. Hold on. Okay. Yeah.
3: Hold. People love that one. Cool. Even on Spotify, like, we didn't really push that one. Like, we didn't give it like its own release. But um, that one's risen up in the ranks, like, as far okay. as numbers go without us doing anything. So I think nice. people really connect to that one.
0: Now, I know this is a, always a dumb question interviewers give. What's your favorite song? Oh, oh no, I totally have a
3: favorite song. Oh, do I, love, you really? I love Fighter.
0: Okay. All yeah, right. Very I nice. I love doing that song. right.
3: That song's a blast. All right. Yeah, I mean, I love all the songs. No, that's not true. Some of them I get really sick of. <laughs> There's one song in particular that I just don't love playing, but I can't say what it is in case people love it. I don't want to ruin it. Right, of course. So now it'll be a mystery. But no, I love singing Fighter because that's when I I do the the black paint right, on stage yeah. which I can't give away you just have to come see it at a show yes, I pour black is, yes. crap all over myself
0: and after the show it stays on so you, yeah. can, you can talk you can talk to her and see it, it look like, like Alice Cooper
2: it's
0: <laughs> 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 dedication right there yeah I like it but uh, yeah it's, it's it, like I was telling Twitter. her it's been great hey, oh we never talked about how we met we were supposed to talk about oh, that oh yeah it I sat think on your girlfriend right yes <laughs> yeah we were actually, we were there to see a friend of mine, uh, their band, uh, Buddha Jones.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. We went to see
0: Buddha Jones and the man. They were raising money for uh, for Puerto Rico. There was yeah. a, all the flooding and whatnot. Mm-hmm. And uh, Porcelain Hill was also there that night. Mm-hmm. That's the first time I, I learned of them.
3: I remember we took a rental car out there because Taylor had a rental car for work and we were like, i yeah. all fancy. Okay,
4: something. I just walked in. Is he talking about when you sat on Annie's lap? Yes. <laughs> <Right. It's>,
3: yeah.
4: <laughs> I think you just thought that the chair was empty or something and you just sat I on any? I'm not
3: a very observant yeah. person. I'm a space cadet. So like my dad used to call it going to Leondra land, which okay. is very accurate. So I just sat down and she happened to be where I was sitting.
0: Yeah. And we ended up talking. And the, the, the first conversation we had was we were the podcast already came up. Like, hey, we're going to have you in the podcast yeah. and whatnot. And then um, Taylor comes over and uh, you weren't as vocal the first time, Taylor. Uh, it it was, really it was is. Just, yeah. <laughs> uh, it was just like, yeah, we could do that. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, all right, cool. bringing endorsement. <sighs> <laughs> 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 so I, I think that was the. Uh, I think maybe you were distracted with something else. I think you were having another conversation when Leandro was trying to pull you aside to have our conversation. Probably. You know what?
4: I was, I was super distracted that night. Yeah. I, I had a very heavy uh, period. Six weeks of work ahead of me. Okay. Well, that too. I had a heavy flow that night. Right. I no, understood. I understood. And uh, that <laughs> rental car was part of it. Like I drove all the way up there from San Diego. Oh boy! So and I had to drive back that night. Yeah. So I was oh, just is like that exhausted. true? Yeah. I forgot about that. Because I went out. I went out to see the next day. Okay.
3: Oh, you came so. back to see me.
0: Oh Yeah. But it's, it's been fun since then. It was, it was a nice way to connect. Yeah. It's uh, a good story. We've, we've uh, spent time together. You came to the studio. We did other a, a, podcast before. Mm-hmm. Uh, good times. That was
4: a lot of fun, that last podcast. Yeah. yeah it was, it was that green screen.
0: Yes. <laughs> <laughs> what do you mean? We were in a bar.
4: Totally. I
3: mean, yeah. <laughs> if
0: you watch the video, we were obviously in a bar, sir. How dare you?
3: Yeah. We like I'm
0: like a robot all, somehow. There's
4: nobody else in this bar. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was before they opened.
0: Right. And the lights on the dartboard table are not flashing like they would be. Yes. <laughs> Uh, whatever, <laughs> good times. But uh, I wish you guys the best. Uh, I hope we have more time together. If we collaborate with things, fantastic. I, yeah, I just love being around you guys. Yeah, good times same. Thanks we hanging out,
4: appreciate it. Yeah, it does. Yeah, we can do that. <laughs>